Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lemonade. Because let's face it, we could all use a little sweetness right now. Lemonade. Lemonade. There's some rough stuff going on out there in the world, but we're here to tell you it's not all bad. You're not going to just look at bad stuff on the interweb and uh, be super sad. There are some good things happening, and we're here to tell you about them. Yeah. And we have a guest. And we do have a guest. Yes. You do have a guest. Yeah. Oh, you can hear him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether to look at the camera or look at you guys because I can't see Allie's face. Oh. I can just see yours. Yeah. Allie, introduce our guest. Hey, all right. Well, we have a really amazing guest here today, guys. His name is Nick Sanders, and he is a friend of mine and also a great human being. Um, he's involved in a lot of creative projects, super artistic, creative, intelligent type of a dude. And um, for those of you who are part of the Corolla fan base, you'll be happy to know he's a car guy, most importantly, too, probably. Um, so I'm just going to have Nick tell you a little bit about himself. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Well, to start off with just that kind of an intro, I'll, I'll come by anytime <laughs> you want. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I do. I, I, I was a car photographer, commercial car photographer for a long time, and now shoot commercial product stuff as a photographer. And um, yeah, I'm a big car fan. I think that's actually how we met and started talking was, was over car information. I think that I was highly impressed with your car knowledge, actually. Yeah, we could talk for hours on car stuff. All this, and we can nerd out over the car stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I know that you have done a lot of work with uh, within that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you did a cool, fairly recently, a cool spread for Triple Zero, which is the Porsche like yeah. fanatic magazine or enthusiast. Yeah. Connoisseur, <laughs> Triple O Magazine, was, whatever they call themselves. Yeah, it's more. It's, it's like a vintage. Uh, yeah, it's like a connoisseur. It's like the actual, the hardcore fans of Porsche. There's a lot of a lot of vintage stuff and a lot of just the the hardcore photographer guys that are more of the artistic end of things, not so commercial. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. It was, it was a very cool experience to deal with, and the guys over there at Triple O were, were amazing people to work with and deal with. It was cool. Amazing. Yeah, it's actually so, Meg, it's really funny. Um, you, I'm sure, know this as well, being around the car world, but it's such an interesting group of people, and that's one of the reasons why I was drawn to cars, especially vintage cars initially, is because of all the people that collect and race these cars, they're such interesting people, and they they truly love them. They can tell you, for the most part, you know, if you're a collector or an enthusiast, you know you know all the details down to the minutia. You know everything about these cars. You love them. You're passionate about them. And that's some of the, I think that's part of the, the coolest thing about, you know, the car did world. Did you say minutia? I did say minutia. Are you going to make fun of me because I taught you a word tonight? Minutia. <laughs> two words. Two words. Wait say a fancy. Words. Oh, yeah. You taught us. <laughs> what else I thought it was oh, cliff geez. notes. This happened I, before so we started. Yeah. I'm an idiot, or or ninety percent of the. I bet ninety percent of people think that cliff notes, I like when right, you yeah. cheat on, like when you have to read a book in high school, and instead of reading the whole book, you go get cliff notes, or let's go cliff note this. Uh, Allie said cliff notes, and she said it slowly like that, like three times. <laughs> I was like, "You're fucking dumb!" Ding ding. <laughs> uh, because it's cliff notes, Allie, More and donations. she's like, "No, it's cliff's notes with an apostrophe. Yeah, like he owns a, it." Yeah. And I'm like, or "No." He, he had the idea for the notes. It's you know? cliff notes, <laughs> like one word, and it went back and forth for like a second. And she always steps back a little bit because I was being aggressive, and then she, I don't know. I mean, I didn't she was know. right. No, she was right. You guys were making me. I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm. Yeah, maybe okay." 
cliff and then note. I was the moron that chimed in at the end of it and thought it was clipped notes. <laughs> so, cliff notes. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I knew it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Cliff's notes, everybody. You are welcome. Minutia. Um, where <laughs> where were we going with that? Did you say, oh, people, weird people oh, yeah. in cars. No, no yeah. not weird. Cool. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm appreciate, yeah, I appreciate that. And and I think that's something that Nick gets, that I get, that, you know, all the Corolla people get. Um, and, yeah, there are some really fun people that we've met in the car world that yeah. are just... Car, cars bring out a, a really unique perspective in people and an observation of people. When you start to, to actually get to know the people in the car world, you see the specifics that they like about specific cars and why, and everybody talks about it. And, and somebody's favorite car, the type of car they drive, and, and they get into the actual small details of these things, you can actually pick up on a little bit of what their personality is. And it's kind of interesting. It's a, it's a really interesting dynamic that everybody kind of gets together over this shared, this shared love of one thing, but everybody's personal lifestyle is very different in it but they're all kind of appreciative under this this thing it's kind of it's kind of cool it's yeah really, really cool it is kind of like a big you know sort of fraternity especially in the like it's one thing to have the real expensive flashy cars like the ferrari the mclaren the lambo whatever yeah. and i think you know that's a certain type for the most part that's a different type of person than the vintage you know yeah whole group of people um they are much more like understated they know that they know what they know and they don't yeah. care if anyone else knows it it's like the watch it's exactly like the watch community <laughs> yeah. like the watch community too. stuff you got the kid that's got his fancy rolex and he, he pulls it out and he thinks he's he's the shit ding 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 we'll put that in the thing <laughs> oh yeah ding <laughs> <laughs> but he you have this person that thinks that and then you got the guy that's that's walking around with a with a 1978 newman that's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar watch and nobody in that restaurant would know Mm-hmm. anything about that thing it's not flashy it's nothing crazy but that thing is incredibly rare incredibly expensive and and it's got this oomph and it's just people who know watches know what that is and that's kind of yeah. cool oh totally is and speaking of which actually so you mentioned the newman watch that um i think it was was sotheby's or christie's was it it was christie's and that's actually our buddy matt d'andrea he um he was one of the people that helped to facilitate the sale of that watch was he really? Yes. So it's funny Matt that you mentioned that. that. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. Chassis did the video. And Chassis did the video. Yeah. You're welcome. And, and Nick for, didn't even know that. I that, love it. That sold for like eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars or something yeah, yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And 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 also here's the clever part about it: that watch being sold for more makes all the cars worth yeah. more. Yeah. So it's all kind of part of the same thing. Paul's Newman's name just even. Paul's Carter, Newman. Paul's New- yes. It's Cliff's Notes. Cliff's Notes. Notes. And Paul's Newman. <laughs> Paul's Newman. I love that. Yes, yes. I thought that's where we're going with this. Okay. I thought there was an S after everything we say now. Paul's Newman. Paul's Newman. Organic salad dressing. <laughs> Organics. Uh, Nick, where do you hail from? Uh, hail? I I'm like from that. Idaho. I grew up on a farm in Idaho. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I tried to say that without. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, what did you? What What did you grow up like? What on the farm did you do? Like what did you guys grow? What animals did you have? I want to know everything. I was I was a boy, and we we primarily grew corn and wheat. Um, but we had our own personal farm that we grew all of our food. I knew about twelve people until I was thirteen, and uh, I moved to California when I was thirteen. Then you knew thirteen people. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> <laughs> it was our farm hands, my family, my mother. I was raised by my mother and my grandmother, and um, and. Uh, yeah, and then some some unfortunate things happened within my life, and I ended up here in California, and then was here for a few years, and then lived in Mexico for a few years, 
Whoa, Mac- you said unfortunate, and then you went lived in Mexico. Do you, were you running away from the law? Actually, well, a little different. Oh, okay. Was, how deep <laughs> can we dive? Say, though, I feel as like as you want. Nick has had maybe like you've had like five lives. I don't know how you crammed it all in. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a very unique life in general. It's uh, it's been it's been a wild ride, and it's um, I appreciate all of it. It's, there's some downs, but the downs have kind of been cool at the end of it all. It's, it's kind of my explanation to people that have been upset about the COVID thing and they all get stuck inside. It's like, okay, well, you got to sit at home and be stuck with yourself and really learn about yourself. And that's kind of an amazing thing. People are scared yeah. of themselves. Yep. They figure yeah. out that they're scared, though. That's what happens. And that, it's a beautiful thing to figure that out and actually have that put in your face that you now understand that you're afraid of yourself. Because now yeah. you have something actually... Look at you after. being all positive and all. Yeah, yeah. See, it wasn't, it wasn't that right? hard. <laughs> it just naturally comes yeah. out of me when I'm hanging out with you guys. <laughs> so did anything in 2020 um, affect your life now? Has it affected your life in some way or changed it? Yeah, 20, 2020 has been um, probably one of the best financial years of my life. Uh, it, it turned out to be a, a very... Uh, I, I realized a lot of things about myself. Uh, prior to 2020, I was still kind of caught up with trying to be a part of the scene in Los Angeles, um, being out and about and, and making sure that I was with everybody. I was driving around, I had an R8 and a GT3, and I was thinking that these were things I needed and trying to be seen everywhere I was going. And when 20, 2020 hit and COVID hit, I kind of was forced to be not involved in all that. My business didn't didn't depreciate at all. It was still very consistently shooting uh, because what I do doesn't involve a lot of people. Um, and I, I kind of, in that timeline, realized that, that none of those things really brought me much happiness. Um, so 2020 actually kind of came full circle for me and really, really hunkering down on the things that were important. And I made some really good investment decisions that kind of took off for me, as if any, everybody. Right now, everybody wants to act like they're the best stock trader on the planet or the best crypto person on the planet. Yeah. It, they're all going up. <laughs> it's a bull market. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Did... Um, Let's like I'm asking for a friend, but like let's say like you just moved to Los Angeles and you are really interested in like the scene. Um, mm-hmm. what's your life advice for a person like that right now? Don't, it's for a friend. Don't 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 get involved in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. What kind of scene? <laughs> just going out. She and... wants to see the scene that we've seen. Oh, the scene. <laughs> I dive into the scene. The, the girl scene. has not seen the scene. She's come from a small town in Colorado, and she has always you wanted. Want Meg's always wanted to move to LA. So finally, the opportunity, ironically, that allowed her the opportunity to be here uh, was COVID and everything shut down and there was like nothing. I feel like I'm back in my small town. It's temporary. (laughs) It's temporary. With better weather. Yeah. And and, and I have a couple of friends that move here during this, all this as well, and they feel very similar. Oh, we should have like a support group. You should. You should. I I think what's the what's the new app right now where everybody meets up Mm. and talks on that thing? Oh, Clubhouse? Clubhouse. Yeah. You guys should start a Clubhouse. We need it. Like Mm -hmm. AA. We were were thinking about doing a Clubhouse for um, just for the podcast. Who is we? When did we discuss this? I told you about it and you forgot. (laughs) That's probably true. Yeah. I sent you like multiple texts. Oh, Was that's you... right. I yeah. remember. Yeah. There you okay, go. let's talk about the 800 texts a day, <laughs> Allie. You know, if there's if I'm on a roll and I'm thinking of something, like I'm oh, just it's a gonna roll. Send you them all. Hold I'm just on. Gonna... This is my phone because in the middle here's of the, the day. Thing. My... 
<laughs> you should you should start a counter all right so here's the thing my my genius my genius cannot be stifled if i need if i'm gonna if it's if it's happening like i'm gonna forget it if i don't get it all out so. i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie you're actually a very highly intelligent person it's like a geyser i just gotta do it before i forget it. oh ali because no. i have my moments and sometimes the you know it, the synapses aren't firing so i then i just gotta get it out while they are i'm not complaining <laughs> i'm the i i hate those people that would complain about me texting too much like you text too much and you do everything in like one sentence and then two sentences little. Yeah, actually, you're um, very because I dated a guy that like put me down for like doing like one sentence at a time. He's like, can't you just do one long one with all your stuff in the Why same does thing? It matter? Well, I've trained myself to say like, okay, no, yep. yes, maybe. So Allie gets like these great conversations going, and all she gets from me is, okay, oh. you yeah. got it, great idea. Which sure, is really uh-huh. funny because I know, just know that that's how you are. But sometimes, like that can also be. Like normally, people don't like in it. a normal conversation, the reason why someone would text one word is because they're kind of pissed off and it's passive yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not me, Allie. <laughs> I know that's not you. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like walking around responding. Yes, but do you, it. You texting in like one sentences and stuff. It's a sentence and you're responding. So I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a rapid texter. So I don't. I, text, I, I finally I, find my people. Yeah. I don't see the purpose in anybody being upset by that. If somebody asks me a question, I'm like, yeah, let's go here. Let's get it. It's like seven different lines going through. And some people are like, hey, why don't you just send that one big thing? Because I don't want to. I don't know. That's how we talk. It's, it's- to be fair, though, Allie, sometimes, too, I'm, like, on my phone in a meeting or a conversation. So I'm trying yeah. to text you back totally. quickly. Because <laughs> you have, like, a nine to five Yeah, job I have a normal, a like, long. Office. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and I like, yeah. Or sometimes so, I'm playing bingo for money and it, <laughs> I can't respond. Hold on, you're a bingo hustler? Is this a thing? It's I a thing. Know. Are you screwing over grandma Welcome to quarantine. You can, <laughs> it's addictive and you can lose a lot of money. Get on and you play bingo and you have like a certain amount of time to like get a blackout. And if you don't, whoever gets the most out of two people wins. <laughs> It's what I do on my lunch break. A black so. You're okay. just taking retirement funds from your grandparents, aren't That's you? Exactly what I'm doing. When oh, yeah. LA opens up, I'll be doing more. <laughs> well, or so back to our original topic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It, it's just about all the all the, the the bars and the clubs and stuff. Which I don't know how many of those are going to still exist after all of this. But to be honest, everybody who comes here for that experience ends up leaving this place with the perception that it was a waste of time, a waste of energy, and, and they mm-hmm. honestly, are, they leave a different person. You get sucked into it. No matter how much you, you think you won't, everybody I talk to talks about the fact that they just, they turned into a different person. They got sucked into this mentality of being seen somewhere, being like, I'm not that person. I got sucked into it. And I, I realized that I was spending a ton of money to valet my damn car simply so as people saw me in my car. I'm like, Th- mid 30s man like what the hell am i doing doing that that's nonsense and and it, it kind of doesn't until like the covid thing happened i sat back and i was like whoa i was doing that that's <laughs> kind of pathetic <laughs> like what am i doing i went on a date with a guy over covid who like covid covid <laughs> over covid <laughs> initially we were talking about i was trying to buy a home out here and money and saving money and that's how the date started and he went into, oh, I'm never going to have enough money. It's too expensive out here. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, in the next sentence, we were talking about going places, and I was complaining about parking. And he's like, oh, always valet. I'm like, do you want to know why you don't have money? Yeah. <laughs> and also, those gentlemen, those people, sorry, those people, could be a woman as well, um, they, unless, I mean, I don't valet unless I have to, because they don't tend to have the best, you know, mm. 
ethic for protecting your vehicle from dings and scratches. So, what? Yeah, they love it like they own it. Yeah, uh, tip them. Have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> I love That's what that. Fucking happens. <laughs> I want to do. Maybe I should valet some cars. And most of the time, their yeah. lots where they actually take them aren't aren't necessarily. They're just a normal parking lot around the corner. It's other people are parking their cars for five dollars. Except if you're <laughs> except wild. if you're driving Nick's R8, I'm pretty sure they drove that sucker yeah. around the block like eight times. Yeah. So they usually let them. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was always a big fan of sharing in my experiences. I'm pretty I grew sure up. you told them that they should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was always that person that I, I you know, I, I didn't grow up with money and stuff. I never expected to ever have a car. And I used to walk down the street and just dream about, like, I literally would daydream about somebody driving by in some cool car and stopping and just, I'd be walking and lose myself in this moment and thinking somebody would stop and go, hey, kid, you like the car? And throw me keys and I get to drive this damn car. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. <laughs> and so now when I pull up and some kid's walking. And I you've done it. that before. All the time. And I thought yeah. you were nuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like a stranger to drive his yeah, and Super I'll pull car. up, and yeah. somebody will be like, "Hey, man, cool car." I'll be like, dude, you want to drive it? It's, I mean, it's just a car, but it's fun. And they'll get in all nervous, like, "No, man, hit it, go, go." I have videos on my Instagram of random people that are in town from Kentucky or something, and the guy oh, said makes funny. a comment about the car. I'm like, "Hey, man, it's, oh my god, it? <laughs> yeah, it's a true story." <laughs> what if they do something to it? Yeah, most people are pretty respectful. Actually, they're more respectful than I want them to be. Most of the time, they've been driving it like they're trying to drive their grandma's Honda Civic because they're worried about it. I'm like, no, man, you have an experience. Get the experience. Hit it. Like, go. Like, it's, just hold the wheel in a straight line. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> like, don't go being a moron, but hit it. Have fun. It's a, The point is to give somebody an experience in something that, like, I honestly don't deserve. I'm a high school dropout. Like, there's no reason why I belong driving anything like Let's that. Let's go back to that. <laughs> Can't just swim over that one. What happened? Why uh, did you drop out of high school? I mean, uh, it's sometimes it's not a bad thing. Well, school's not for everybody, you know? I get it. That's what everyone I have says. a colorful past, and, and I decided to leave my colorful past in a moment when I was when I was 16, and, and that's why I, when I moved to Mexico. And um, it was just something to, to kind of put myself in a better situation and, and ended up being what it was, and it was probably one of the better decisions of my life. It's so cryptic. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Let's yeah, leave that as a whole other conversation. It might be, I may think it might be deep for this podcast. That's too deep for lemonade. <laughs> We're going to need to start another We're show. We're going to need a therapist <laughs> and a couch and some tissues. So let's not go there. Uh, what plans do you have for 2021? Um, I. It, this sounds really, really... Um, Douchey, ding, ding, ding. We put all, all, that, all Is that a cuss word? I don't know. Okay, maybe uh, not. I'll, I'll, I'll donate. I'll take I'll, it. I'll yeah, we'll yeah. He's like making up cuss words. <laughs> but I, I... Darn. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Oh, darn it. <laughs> darn and it got a bell too. <laughs> yeah, the two of them. Sorry, continue. I, um, so I, I've done very well on a couple of investments and I'm, I'm trying to not be a photographer anymore i really don't even like photography um <laughs> which is I, he's really good at it by the way yeah. you can be really good at stuff and be sick of it yeah i've never really i got into it not for the purposes of any any desire or, or any um connection to it I, I got into it because i i was i was doing construction a long time ago and i met a girl it was a model, and I was being a jealous boy. And when she'd go on sets, I was like, "No, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't do that." I know how this is, and you know, I'm gonna go with you. And one of the huh? photographers thought I was just there because I liked photography, and I was helping him, so he bought me a camera. <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't I, know that story. That's really funny. I ended up being a photographer, and so I've been doing it for close to 15 years now. And um, and 
yeah, it, I, I don't like it. I've never, well, I don't dislike it, but it's a job. It's like anybody else's job to me that they're, you know, the kid who's, who might have the, the job being um, a, a video game designer. Okay, that's not really that cool. Once you actually get into it, you're designing. You're not playing video games all day. You're designing it. It sucks. Yeah. Anybody who's an actual professional photographer in any, any caliber of something understands that you're not shooting what you want to shoot. If you're making a real living at it. It's it's not quite. There are some people. They're anomalies. They're the the you know the Giselles of the world and the modeling. And honestly, it's it's it's. I'm not that artistically good of a photographer. I, I know how to manage people, and I know the the um, the the set development to make things work in a commercial way. Uh, but you hand me a camera, and you hand your your niece a camera. We're gonna take the same photo. She might even take better photos than me. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> my my, what I understand is is people and, and crews. So, so where is your cool. passion? Your true passion lie. Oof, oof. Um. Adam goes on these things about like how he used to. He always compares it to boxing about how you when you're training someone to box, um, and they don't know which hand. Um, they use he I forget exactly how he does it but if you push someone forward do they step on the right foot or the left foot yeah, yeah. so someone mm-hmm. had to push you and you didn't you had nothing holding you back and you just had to do something what would you initially think that you had to do again this sounds really really douchey but I love helping things <laughs> I love helping people and it sounds freaking crazy because it, everybody says this and it, it's it's some ding douchey thing <laughs> <laughs> um, you gotta give better description words for you. It doesn't sound douchey. Well, it, I think it, Megan's grandmother would say you need to expand your vocabulary. That's what she would yeah. say. Well, high school dropout again. <laughs> she told us the same thing. Uh, no, I, I just I, I don't I don't know if I so if I had an unlimited amount of money, so I, I do definitely sink into the um, the trap of, of wanting financial security in, in an excess kind of way. I don't want to have financial security so I can live a basic life. I want to be able to do whatever I want. But I think that if I was given the opportunity to do whatever I want, I would be in a position of helping and assisting people become better and do things that are better um, for themselves. I like I very frequently have homeless people living with me. I have all the time trying to help friends, people who even, even do terrible things to me. I just have a a lifestyle and way I grew up. I've had some pretty gnarly things done to me. And so when bad things tend to happen, I I don't really get too sucked into feeling hurt by them. Um, And I, and I, and I more so see past those things and just want to help people through those things. I've I've done terrible things in my life. I've had had my own psychological issues growing up and stuff. And, and I think that um, recognizing that wishing at the time that people would see me for me past that, it makes Mm -hmm. me want to see people for them. And uh, it just show people like, hey, you're cool. You might have done this shitty thing, but you're still acceptable. Stop. And, yeah, and doesn't define help. who you are. Yeah, yeah. I, I like giving people the experience of feeling welcome. That's where the car thing comes in. That's where all these different things come in. Where that would be. And unfortunately, that's not really like a thing you do. It's not like a, you don't you don't do that as a career. It, it's not it's not like that. So the question's a little complicated to answer. You could life coach it. Oh God, I hate that term. <laughs> good, good talk. I well, like this. I think, this and nice. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> well, no, yeah, yes, and I think that 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 um, you know, a, a lot of us feel that way. I know, you know, obviously, we wanted to get involved in doing some of the things that we're going to be doing soon, um, philanthropically, and with COVID, that's been tough because before I used to volunteer, um, but I think so that that whole need is very, it's very human, and it's very. 
noble, and I think that's something that's great. And um, and ultimately, I think sort of if you just kind of help and do what you can, you know, the the doors kind of open. And you know, maybe maybe it's not your profession, but maybe maybe your profession which gives you the abundance that you have will allow you the time and the resources to help people in the way that's fulfilling and meaningful to you. That's how I see work. That's exactly how I see work is the the ability to do something that gives you the ability to do that and and help people. And there's a selfish perspective to it as well. Everybody wants to look at it as, you know, you're this noble human being. But, no, it feels good to to do things for other people because it makes me feel like I'm better than other people in the sense that I want to help people. There, yeah. there is a, a certain level of selfishness to it. I feel good when I do it. That's the only reason why I do it. If I felt like shit helping people, I wouldn't do it. Sure. You know? Well, that's normal. I mean, but, you know, it's still better than a lot of people do shitty things that make people feel yeah. horrible. So I wouldn't beat yourself Where's up. Where's the bells? Too much. Yeah, bells. <laughs> we got Allie to get a bell. I was so entranced. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> I forgot about but my yeah, I think whatever. I think whatever brings out that that altruism doesn't doesn't really matter does it at the end of the day it doesn't really matter what no. motivates it i think it's if we're doing good things um then that is something cool yeah i, I tend to agree but the self-conscious mind always wants to you, you have people that that you know there's always the judgments and things and people want to judge and i get sucked into that i'm one of those people that i'm a pretty confident guy at this point but every once in a while i stop and i go oh am i doing this because i want to look this way or this or that and it, it you know it throws your mind for a twist sometimes. And, sure, you know it's it's which is a good thing. It keeps you it keeps you in a I don't want to say in a humble position, but it definitely keeps you in a position of being self aware, mm-hmm. um, to constantly be looking back on yourself to make sure you're doing something with genuine intentions, or at least understanding if your intentions are not genuine, you know that about yourself and you're executing yeah. based off of knowing that you're doing that for those. Reasons. Well, I think that's what it's all about, right? It's like a sign of an evolved mind, yeah. human to ask questions constantly, yeah, and that's it's kind of our nature. To agree. Us humans. Amazing. Humans <laughs> Do you know what I think it's time for? What? Oh my God. I think you should give us some good news. Oh, I've got that. What? Got we that. need a theme song. We do. We're going to come good up with one. Good news. Bam. Boom. You're welcome. With Megan Alley. Boom. Just with Alley. <laughs> <laughs> Just Alley. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So for this week, our good news stories are as follows. We got two of them. So this was really cool. Um, and I'm doing this without many notes because our laptop is recording a, v- a video for Zoom. Oh, but wait, wait. Your penmanship is really, really good. <laughs> really? I can barely, are you shocked? I can barely read it. <laughs> It looks nice from a distance, but up close, it's like doctor's scribble. That's what they say about me. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, so, here, okay, do you want – I got two stories. One is like – one is the, wow, that's crazy, that's so cool. And the other is like, holy fuck. Which one do you want first? Ding. Sorry. Holy fuck first. Ding. Definitely okay. holy fuck. All right, so that's the other story. This is a good holy fuck story. Okay, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> All right, so there was a very heroic Vietnamese – I think he's like – they said driver. I think he's like an Uber driver or a Postmates or something like that. Um, he was going to make I do a, that. a delivery. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm a Postmater. Right. She is a part-time Postmater. That's how I meet people these days. That's her dating it's your dating app. <laughs> I go to there, see where they live, and I swipe left. Or she has a small <laughs> thumbnail photo, and she sees where they live and what they eat. I like your and house, if it you smells eat good, it's actually valuable intel. If, I, yeah. if it smells good, I just take it. I mean, you if they're ordering, it. they're ordering Taco Bell, you're like, next. Next. I love Taco Bell. Hey, take it easy, Turbo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Maybe. 
Depends what you want. So Uber Postmates. All right. So this gentleman, um, he was at a stoplight. He was driving in his car. He um, he passed or was driving past a very tall high rise building, and um, he heard a, a childlike scream, kind of like you know kids do. They make noises. They're not totally silent. He didn't think anything of it. Like oh, there's just some kid who's acting up. But basically, what he found was there were also adults screaming too, and he thought, "What's this? Is weird. This is unusual." So he looks up to the very top of this like really, really tall building, and he sees, not kidding you, a tiny girl. They didn't mention the age. She looked maybe four or five, hanging by one arm from a balcony from the top of this building. And so what he does was, without thinking about it, he abandons his car in the middle of the freeway or whatever it was, or probably not a freeway, but expressway. And he goes to position himself on the off chance he can catch her between the building and, you know, and his car, essentially. He sees a dumpster or something with a little, like, um, like a shed, maybe, I think it was, with a little, like, tin roof. He sees basically that if she falls straight down, that's where she's going to land. So he puts himself on top of this thing. Turns out it wasn't totally stable. Right as he gets on top of it, the thing starts to shift and he knows that he's going to fall. So he's about to, like, fuck himself up, too. And right (laughs) – sorry, this warrants some swears. It's just very intense. (laughs) So – just in the nick of time before the guy falls, as he's falling, he catches the baby from 160 feet up. And he ends up, like, pulling a little tendon in his shoulder, I oh, think, sure. but nothing else happened. Wow. The kid was okay. She um, dislocated her hip because she went to the ER. But other than that, she's fine, going to make a full recovery. So this driver saved a baby from a falling window 160 feet up. And I forget his name. I'll have to look that up. But um, I'm going to put links on our social if you want to read the story. I think that's some pretty darn good news. Yes. Better what do you guys think? Would, better news would be did the parents go to jail? Why in the hell is your child Why is your child hanging? That is a whole other question, which is probably not good news. So we're not going to go into that right now. <laughs> See how she deflects? It's, it's one thing if Michael Jackson's holding you over the belt. But also, but. you know, it, ha- it happens. But, too um, soon. I definitely wouldn't have a small child uh, living in that kind of situation. Oh, no, no. So that's a whole other. But that's not for us to judge. What is here, you know, for us to talk about and say that's cool is, is the a man, man saved her. Yeah. And he only only tore something in his shoulder. Yeah. That's amazing that he wasn't injured. And he literally fell off of this makeshift surface. He was not supposed to be. It wasn't a weight-bearing structure. Or this 23-pound thing fell from the Right at the right nick of time. I mean, if he hadn't caught her perfectly, she would not be with us today. So... Yeah, and if he hadn't seen her from being, you know, if he had had music on while he was driving, I think I was thinking. Oh my gosh, that that goes into my life advice for this. this uh, episode, when we, after you do your next one, or I could do my life advice now. I want to do a new segment called Megan's Life Advice. <laughs> Megan's Life Advice. Woo! Woo! <laughs> we'll work on the music. <laughs> we're doing. I think we're doing great with our improv music. I tend to agree. I think you guys should keep doing the improv music. <laughs> Megan's music. Be a thing. Every boop, episode, boop, people boop, tune boop, in boop, just boop. to hear the new music. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Um, go to your next story, and then we'll go back to my life advice, which okay. it has actually a lot of what we talked about um, is going to tie in nicely to I it. I love it. An intersection of things all coming together. <laughs> coming together. Like a Venn diagram. Is it sure it's not Venn's diagram? <laughs> no, that it does not. It's not pluralized. Okay. So Venn didn't make this This is Megan's <laughs> wine glass. It's just Venn. Venn diagram. All right. So um, our good news story. Okay, the first one. 
This is actually pretty cool. So there was a teen who, by the way, and this kind of talk about full circle, we were talking about, Megan and I were talking about we supported the Girl Scouts, which is why there's some random cookies if you want. So by the way, out there, um, there was a uh, Troop 6000 is mostly, they're actually, sorry, entirely comprised of girls living under the purview of the New York City the shelter system. Wow. Pur- purview is under the supervision? Is purview yeah. under supervision? Purview, okay. yeah, exactly. Um, Thanks for asking. We should make another segment called pur- Word of the Day. And then that's like eight words of the day. Purview, like eight, though, yeah. to be honest, that sounded a little weird. Like yeah, pur- Girl pur- Scouts and purview. No, no, no. Purview is like, you know what I'm saying? Purview is like the scope of or yeah. under do- the domain of. Well, I've, yeah. for the listeners that don't know your big words, I just wanted to make sure we weren't saying perv view. <laughs> No. Epstein's dead. Let's leave him be. <laughs> it's just, oh God. Yeah. We're not going to go there. <laughs> keep it positive. Keep it light. Keep it lemonade. It's hard with these two. Okay. So basically, where was I? Oh, yeah. So. Purview. Anyway, Girl Scouts, we're talking about that. Yes. Shelter system. We supported them earlier and bought some cookies. Um, anyway, this girl who happens to be a troop leader of her Girl Scout troop, she's 18 and she's been doing Girl Scouts for a long time. Um, she found out that during the pandemic, the rates of domestic violence and abuse had been skyrocketing. So she set out to do something about it. Um, what she did was to do something really innovative, which is pretty crazy, pretty ballsy. She set up a fake cosmetic site so that women can report domestic violence without fear of their partner knowing what they're doing while pretending to shop basically online. So it'll look like they're buying makeup and there's code words for things. I heard about this. And it's really cool. And so basically if you're in trouble, you go on this site. But what man that's beating his woman is letting her buy makeup and stuff? Isn't that kind of- I don't know. Again, well, that's really that's- too dark for me to go into. <laughs> but what I will say is, so basically, um, it did so well that it caught the attention of a Polish NGO, which is like a uh, philanthropic nonprofit. It's the Women's Rights Center. And um, they've been providing um, psychologists and lawyers to help work with the site. And now to date, they have actually, she thought it was maybe going to help one or two women, which in and of its you know, self that would have been great. Of thousands of people. That would have been amazing. <laughs> no, not well. Since so, this has only been for the last like six months. Okay. But they helped 350 women. Wow. So what they would do is, if you're on the the website, if someone needed help, what they would do is they would say they wanted to um, have a skin consultation, and they would you know have help with that, and they would buy a certain like powder or something, and then if they really needed help, if they wanted the cops to come, they would place an order with their address. And the cops would come and check it out. What a brilliant idea. Yeah. And uh, she got the idea because there's actually a system, I think, in Poland where you can go to the pharmacy and you ask for a certain type of mask. And that means the same thing. It means you need help. So all of this, this is in, all of this is, is a Polish thing. Yeah. But it's um, is there it's, is there like a really high level of, of spousal abuse in, in Poland? Is that a thing? I think it's a, I think it's a, unfortunately it's worldwide. Yeah. But this just happens to be where this. Thing was located. That's an incredible idea. I've heard. Yeah. I think I've heard briefly about that. I didn't look too much into it, but it's I'm sure it's not the only place this thing is happening. But um, or this kind of cool, sort of innovative, you know, yeah. strategy is happening. But I thought it was really cool, and especially one that's initiated by an 18 year old Girl what? Scout. I mean, it's freaking cool. Freaking cool. Um, freaking. I didn't. Good swear. job. Yeah, you nailed it. The other. The and other she gave us attitude with it. <laughs> I served oh, up the side of the attitude. Wait, can you guys see this video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What's what's the uh, what's the the 
the furniture sales company that was under Wayfair. fire. Wayfair. Oh, Wayfair. Yeah. So it's like a reverse Wayfair. It's, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're saving people. All right, what happened with yeah. Wayfair? Can oh, I ask? Gosh. Oh, yeah. Do we want to get into all that? I do. Let's keep, let's, let's do it positives. <laughs> oh, so if you yeah. say anything negative, let's play a game. You have to say something positive right after it. Done. Oh, okay. The Wayfair thing was, was a, a QAnon um, <laughs> thing. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those. And people thought that, that, that Wayfair was selling furniture that was um, taking part in uh, trafficking people. So people would buy a, a, a dresser for $10,000 and it was, it was some, in real Like it had reality, a person inside of it. It was a person. And yeah. it, was, it actually got traction and people thought it was a real thing. Oh, so it's not a real thing? No, no. And, and people don't Doubtful. understand something about, people don't understand something about um, business mm-hmm. and, and, and the warehouse industry. And so, so you have to have SKUs for specific products and you don't want to take these products off the website and in, to have certain things being for sale, sometimes they'll put ridiculous prices on there so people don't buy it, so it doesn't skew their numbers as far as what's in because they're not willing oh. to sell these objects. Plus, have you put together Wayfair dressers? That shit would not hold a human <laughs> being. Human being. No. It barely holds my clothes. I don't know. I got a is sofa that a, I couldn't even sit like my whole butt on. Is clothes a bad word? Clothes? Yeah, what did you, what did you push the button for? <laughs> Oh, did I just say? I think you just you know you swear worded yourself without a swear word. I yeah. <laughs> no, I thought you I thought s- the word. <laughs> I Have it. you put together you a said wayfair but. dress? You can't fit. Oh, I guess but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did. I guess maybe I'm getting better. I guess that I, I was think, going to cuss. I, I thought think I would. Okay. Oh Jesus, is it's that just... one? I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what is going I on? Whatever, whatever people are getting the money from you guys for this, they're gonna be happy about this. This is their favorite giving, episode. By the way. Yep. <laughs> and by the way, if you want to help and you're in the L.A. area, they uh, every Sunday they go to Skid Row. They distribute personal care kits and food for those uh, in the houseless population and um, other people kind of in L.A. and around that um, need some help. Yeah. And I think lately the food has been Little Caesars Pizza. So that's what's been going down. That's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I love so Little Caesars. You can go and help out and eat some pizza. Yeah. All right. Hilarious uh, news story followed by life advice. Do you want some? Do you want some of this? We want all of it. Great. Give it, girl. My life advice this <laughs> week. Megan's life advice. Do dee do. TM. Poo. Um, <laughs> life advice this week. Be aware of your surroundings, please. My story comes from up north, I think, in California, where a whole school, bo- school board had a to scuba? resign. A scuba. A whole <laughs> school board had to resign. Did you guys hear about yes. this story? No. Yes. A school board did not realize that they were live and being filmed. Oh, shit. And started oh, darn it. <laughs> talking crap. <laughs> <laughs> Basically about the parents and what was happening. Oopsies. Uh, one of the quotes was, they forget there's real people on the other side of those letters and that they're writing. They don't know what we know behind the scenes. And it's really unfortunate that they want us want to pick on us because they want their babysitters back was one of the things. Oh, <laughs> one of the wow. Yeah, it's all COVID. They want people, parents want their kids to go back Someone to alluded to the marijuana sales have been not so great because the kids are at home. So we would like the <laughs> delivery, like delivery services for marijuana. There was a com- comment on that. And then someone also said, if you're going to call me out, I'm going to F you up. 
um, on this video chat. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, the rest of them are funny. That's, that one's kind of like, come on, man. Our fine educators yeah. at work. Yep. Okay. Um, exactly. So not to spin that around to a positive thing, being a former educator, uh, be aware of your surroundings. And if you're in education, unfortunately, you cannot... Stay away from social media. <laughs> don't, talk shit on, don't talk shit on video. Yeah. <laughs> Be aware of your surroundings. Make sure you know that everyone can see what you're doing at all times when you're on the internet, uh, even if you think that they can't. Um, and make sure to exit out of your porn before you hand your phone to somebody. Did Thank you. you. Video. Megan's life advice. Did you TM. guys see the video of the actual um, the, the the guy who's on a Zoom call? He's a, a what's people who who writes things for news places a uh, reporter correspondent some of those people and he <laughs> thought he was on this multiple person talk thing he thought that he muted his screen and he didn't and he puts his phone down to master yes <laughs> oh yes no. that was a story <laughs> to turn it around to be positive who would do that like just on the off chance that it could be seen who would do that who, right who risks that exactly and also, I'm so excited it happens bro again exactly um, to wow. spin that around on a positive side, being on the bad end of social media stuff or bad things that have happened to me in that, there's only two things permanent in life. We all know what that is. It's taxes and death. Everything else will come and go. So relax. <laughs> Seems bad now, school board members in Northern California. Or but just <laughs> twist it in our I'm laughing. fashion. Um, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat. It's going to be okay. Except for that guy. If he really pulled down his pants, maybe he should sweat the small that's stuff. A, that's a vibe. Woo! <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you're talking about... Sweat it. Sweat it. Oh, my God. We made that so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I asked a Facebook question to our listeners, and you guys can respond. The first, the first question I have, or the only question I have for this episode, what's your favorite quote? Do you guys have one? favorite quote ever yeah it could be a movie it could be something your grandma said oh gosh well you know what so the ferris bueller is in my mind now that we started you know i was conjuring up that scene with that beautiful 250 gt berlin california i think or one of those i think that yeah i think it was the 250 gt california uh anyway and um so the quote that is running through my mind is Life, it moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you just might miss it. Ding, ding, ding. You and Frank, uh, Brian F. got that. That's a great you quote. You both said you that go, same Brian. quote. <laughs> That's a good nice. one. Nick, do you have one? Uh, I do, but I don't remember what the exacts were. I think it, it comes down to what, it's actually fairly recent. It was Elon Musk talking about educated people mm. not being that intelligent. You don't need education to be intelligent. Yeah. And he knows a lot of people with bachelor's degrees. They're absolute morons. Yeah, and word. I, I'm not a big, I'm, I'm not quite learned, I guess I will say. So I don't Learned. 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 There's an S at the end of that on everything now, right? So. <laughs> learns. I'm not quite learned. <laughs> I'm not learned. <laughs> no, I love that. I am getting a very wasteful master's degree as we are speaking now. Well, first of all, for, there's, there's a difference. So it's not that... <laughs> It's not that you can't be educated yeah. and be intelligent, because you but definitely can. Intelligence doesn't equate to... But there are... Yeah. And it, education doesn't equate to intelligence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can be very intelligent and not be educated. So there are all different types of things. So obviously... An educated, intelligent person, intelligent person is... Yeah, I mean, and if education happens to work for you and your career path and, and fulfills you, that's fantastic. 
But yeah, that being said, we shouldn't hold, uh, we shouldn't say, hey, just because someone is not educated, they don't get a fair shake at things. Because yeah, there are some very intelligent people who don't have, you know, formal, right, advanced. My bachelor's degree was a joke, though. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) my bachelor's degree is the easiest thing I ever did in my life, the easiest by far. In fact, when I graduated, I was like shocked that I was graduating. I was like, what? How did my this dad, happen? My dad's favorite. Um, my master's degree is freaking hard, but it's going to be a useless yeah. degree because I'm in education. I was. It's an education, and so I started it when I was teaching. Is it difficult because of the actual curriculum and the, and the difficulty of the, or is it just meticulous and very time consuming that, that brings it to be a, a difficult? I thing? think. So I, that's a great question. I think what what's happening with the master's degree, with the bachelor's degree, you go to a class, you study, you take a test. Is it A B C D A B C D? I think getting your master's is harder than I don't know being an optometrist because you they they make you think so you can't just look up read and then answer a question. It's, it's like thinking. it's critical thinking and it sucks. You have to apply. You have to apply the <laughs> yeah. reasoning. For your now, did you not have, you have to in... argue with books? Like I don't want to argue if they wrote it and it's in a book, then it's true. <laughs> it why must do be right. why do I have? <laughs> they make you say no, it's not true, and find out why. And I'm like, no. Then everything I know isn't true. And my did you not do that in undergrad? Because like that's kind of like that's sort no, of no. I didn't do that in undergrad. <laughs> I took I I biology. Did. I begged for a C. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you did that. You had to do critical thinking yeah. in undergrad. Well, so I took some advanced like philosophy classes, and I did. Well, um, that's philosophy, I did all, Allie. And, and then uh, psych, psych. Actually, <laughs> I advanced. thought I was going to be a psych major until I switched to business. So I had some crazy psych classes, and those were all like lots of essay-based type of things. Ugh. Yeah. I was like, what's the easiest math class I could take just to get the yeah, darn math, thing done with? You know, subjective. It's right or wrong. But I'm I like enough, subjective. I'm oddly enough very good at math. Very oddly enough, so I, I don't think I even passed algebra. It does not surprise me. I think you. I didn't. Did I failed math. algebra in high school. I'm. Crap I had to at, take it twice. I'm crap shit at math. Ding ding. Yeah, Is, I think there's two there. I think we, I think we demoted two. the actual cuss word to, to light cuss words. Crap. I think crap is a, is worse. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> Falling down. <laughs> Cascade of swear words. Yeah, I've been I've been tempted to take a, a college course. Don't um, do it. Don't simply for the experience. Don't waste your money. Don't there's, do okay, it. Okay, so there's an interesting one, and I was thinking about taking it, and I've already I already have my degree, but I was thinking about taking it just for fun. Um, the people that do master class have another thing, and they have like very intelligent professors. This guy's from Harvard. He's teaching a philosophy class, which I think would be fun to take. Mm. But those all go toward your college credit if you want to take those. A master you class can, goes to college. Um, it's not master class, oh. but it's the same people that did that. It's University of like Pennsylvania or something. And it's the same people that did it. It's like an annex or something. I didn't go towards your college class, um, but it might not go towards your degree if you're trying to get one. Well, no, no, yeah. it goes towards I'm very credits. pessimistic. I wouldn't take I think it, it goes toward credits. Credits, actual... but you still have to have specific credits. Yeah, to no, these it. are like still, yeah, you do. Um, so if you qualify, you can do that. And then you still have to have your, you know, GRE or whatever to, you know, start taking the classes. And then um, the people, I have to say, the instructor list that I was looking at, these are like people from Harvard and Ivy Leagues who are looking to maybe contribute right now something different while people are stuck at home and not going anywhere. And or they're stuck cool. at home and not making and money stuck and they decided home. to start yeah. a business to make some money. Which is kind of cool. So you can say it was, I took a class from a Harvard professor, which is, I don't know, I thought <laughs> You fun. could say that. <laughs> I mean, but it could be fun, though. It could be challenging. I don't know. I don't yeah. Yeah, I've been tempted I, to do like a, I'm, I'm fairly good with with business and money. Um, not not I'm no not anybody that would 
be able to brag about it by any means, but I'm not a moron. No, you're good at that stuff. And I need some help. In I've been that realm. tempted to take a business class just simply to see what they're teaching and where my knowledge in it kind of sits. Well, weird. I have a business degree, and you know my extent of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always asking you what Bitcoin I should buy. Yeah, um, oh, so I don't think a good money person would recommend. Well, right now they probably are. But probably right for the now, longest yeah. time they'd be like. Mm, um, so these quotes, people's favorite quotes from Facebook. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Wow. <laughs> I like that. Who said oh, that? Who, who's Rob this? C. These are Facebook questions we asked. So who's asked. the original quote, though? Uh, it says, they live. Is that a movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. I don't know that one either, well, but I, I like it. They live. Let's see. Um, seek to understand, then to be understood. Oh, that's good. Addie said, I'll that's have what amazing. she's having. Oh, good quote. <laughs> good quote. <laughs> Alex C. said, all I have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. <laughs> that's, uh, I think, from Scarface. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the woods are lovely, dark, and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. Miles, miles to, to go, go before, before I, I sleep. sleep. I love that one. Is that Whitman? Uh, Robert Frost. Damn it. I knew it was one of those. Fuck. Sorry, yeah. ding. <laughs> Jeez, that's a lot. Because you I said it, it should be them. three. Last one. Disappointed in myself with my lack of poetry knowledge or retention, I guess I should say. Carissa H. said, listening to someone talk about their dreams is like looking through a stack of pictures. If I'm not in any of them and no one is having sex, what's the point? Mm. Amen. Amen. That's that's all my uh, Facebook quotes. All right. You're welcome. If I still had a Facebook, Facebook I'd be with following Megan. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been fun. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Maybe you can come back next week. Yeah. I think we're going to. I'm all about it. Then we can talk some financials because I know you know about financials now. Yes. Great. At least cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) That's what I want to know about. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything to add, Allie? Please feel free to join us online at Instagram at Lemonade the Pod. And we are also going to be posting, I'm making a link tree so we can put posts or links to all of our philanthropic things and all the stories that we talk about that are our good news stories and anything else that's kind of germane. I'm going to put that in there too. So make sure you check out our IG. And also, we are going to be putting these videos from all of these, including today, um, up on our YouTube. So feel free to check that out and we'll let you know when that's up. And um, as always, have a lemonade day. I'm just kidding. I just made that up right now. Sweet and sugary. We need like a sign off, but I I need to figure out what that that is going to be. Yeah. Sweet and sour. Before next week, we'll come up with that. Have a sour. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.